Leadership development exists because none of us are perfect, fully realized people. We all have room for growth in our lives and we need help along the way. Hi, and welcome to the Developing Imperfect Leaders podcast. Because the last time I checked, we're not Jesus. This podcast is a project of the Leadership Development Institute at Hope Community Church, intended to help you explore and grow your leadership skills for service both inside and outside the church. I'm your host, Paul Stiver, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and fellow LDI staff team members, Kaylin Larson. Hi. And Natty Severson. Hey, yo. So we like to start every show with just a little fun fact about us. Uh, and I was thinking about, uh, I actually have a fun fact. I have one viral TikTok. I've made a couple TikToks in my day. <laughs> That's right. I and I have one this. that is viral. And it is, uh, so just a, a few years ago, we got like clippers and stuff. And me and Alice and my wife started cutting my hair at home because it just saves money and it's pretty easy to do. And uh, But I was one day, I wanted to make her laugh. And so and I went to cut my hair. It was actually pretty long hair at the time for me. And I, instead of cutting it, you know, nicely, all I did was cut my bangs straight across. <laughs> and so I, had I, like, I had long hair and then I just had bangs straight across. And uh, I went, I filmed myself going upstairs to show Allison and uh, her reaction. She just says, why did you do it? <laughs> and uh you should put the video in the show. Notes. You look like an old timey monk, kind of. You well, know, that, with the yeah. yeah. So we we actually got had a getaway weekend that weekend for the two of us, and we went back, and uh, we just read the comments. So it had seventy five thousand views on TikTok. That's viral for me, but it had uh, like a you know thousand comments or something, and most of them were like Page Boy. Uh, or like the Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. so like, uh-huh. uh, Amish. I got a lot of Amish. Like, uh-huh. go build that barn, Jedediah. Was, uh, so, but that was my <laughs> viral TikTok. Was, uh, we did ultimately cut my hair into an actual haircut. But that was a Praise great start. Praise the Lord, as the kids are saying one. these days. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kidding. I don't. They said that a long time. Yeah. I um, have a unique hobby of sneaking things into movie theaters. Yes. Um, it is a joy of mine to see what I can get into a movie theater. One time I actually, with a group of people, I think we got in like six large pizzas, um, uh, a full birthday cake, ice cream, different kinds of ice cream, uh, different beverages, things like that. But I also kind of have this guilty complex about doing it too. So there's something in me that also feels a little bit guilty. <laughs> like I'm robbing the movie theater of like intake of profits, even though I wouldn't probably buy their overpriced snacks. So I find myself buying the overpriced soda every <laughs> single time. <laughs> I do like the Coke, you know, the Coke. Mm-hmm whatever the, the freestyles, is that what they're called? Where you can pick oh, whatever yeah. codes. Yeah, you yeah. can mix and match because I don't, you know, I don't drink caffeine anymore. But you can add, you can you can like spice up the whatever, you know, and you can put flavor in it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. But then I end up bringing it home because I feel like I need to get my money's worth. So I take it home and then it sits in my fridge until the cup almost degrades into nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but anyway, back to the main point of I, like, it would be the ultimate coup to like sneak a chocolate fountain like into a movie theater. Oh, like yeah. I think I've done, like I've brought tablecloths and we've spread it across our row and I've done it all. Um, but maybe like something crazy, like a crock pot or a chocolate. That'd fountain. be great. Yeah. Yeah. The buffalo chicken pot. dip. Wow. <laughs> That'd be just a, you'd have to pre like, you'd have to figure it out. You'd have to like find an outlet and you know, like you'd have to know <laughs> what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Bring an extension cord. And, yeah. Uh, my personal banter. Um, I had 
a different one, but then I was told I should share this one instead. Is I love that you just named the um, title of the um, segment. My personal banter. My, um, the listeners my, don't know we write personal banter on the notes, but hey, listeners, guess what? In this section, instead of calling it one fun fact, our note says personal banter. So Kay just blew it. Kaylin 14 episodes broke in. the fourth wall that we, uh, this is where, uh, yeah, oh my gosh. So anyway, I what's your, pers- what's your personal banter? I need to go back and listen to the feedback episode now yeah. because <laughs> no, no. I just got uh, feedback, poor feedback. Um, my, per- my fun fact, <laughs> she can't go on people, is uh, I'm a highly competitive person. And so just to ruin that now, I, lost competition with myself <laughs> but um, I I like to win and I like to do I think it's because I just like to do things well and I like to be seen as competent and so if I don't do something well then I'm not competent so it drives my competitiveness I'm just wondering like thinking back to competitive Kaylin like did you Kaylin was a hockey player so did you walk that fine line between checking and just oh, kind of pushing? Oh, I, I was, I had many penalties. Because checking is not allowed in high school hockey in Minnesota. Well, in girls hockey. In general, but it, there's, in high school hockey in general, it's that not allowed. That changed then. Um, and so you can't check someone. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I still did. You still did. And you had mm-hmm. many penalties. Is that because oh. you were over pumped? Compet- you got a little competitive? Oh, yeah. I got to yeah. get that puck away from her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I am really not all that competitive. I, I enjoy winning. I enjoy doing my best. I definitely try hard. I'm mm-hmm. one of those people who tries hard. And I enjoy it when I win. But I become competitive whenever Kaylin's in the mix. It suddenly sparks mm-hmm. my... Yeah. It's like I'm not competitive until I can beat Kaylin. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's that's key. That's also my approach. Uh, beating me. <laughs> Any chance we have to, to beat Kaylin at anything, we turn it on big so, time. So way to ruin this whole podcast by... Ugh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm okay in uh, Jesus. So that's amen. Let's get into this. So uh, we want to always want to answer the leading question, which is the question that is today's topic. And so today we're talking about fun, uh, which is fun. Uh, so, but here's the question: Why should leaders make things fun? That's a great question. Um, Do you really feel that way? No, I actually <laughs> have a hard time. Uh, as I was thinking about this episode. Fun is like, it's a very hard topic for me. Um, and I think I'm still trying to figure out why. I don't naturally bring fun, uh, in my opinion, to situations, uh, especially working alongside Natty and Paul because they uh, they are just natural fun bringers and want to make every situation just happy and joyful and want to make people laugh, which is awesome because then I'm very inspired by it and I want to do it. It's just not a natural thing for me. So then it makes me go, wah, wah. I don't really want to talk about fun because I'm not good at it. <laughs> There's my competition. That's it. Uh, Paul, what do you think? I was thinking about uh, when I was just jotting down a couple of thoughts that why should leaders make things fun? This is actually kind of a gospel issue mm. in the sense that, uh, yeah, so if, if I'm okay in Jesus, kind of a way that we like to define the good news, right? He's my righteousness. He's the one who has saved me. I didn't do this. It was grace that is the reason I'm I'm saved. Uh, when I didn't deserve it, I got blessing and, and goodness, right? That then that means I shouldn't take myself too seriously. Uh, if I'm okay in Jesus, that means I, I'm free to not need to be okay in me. 
which then means I should be willing to laugh at myself, willing to have fun, willing to think about what might be, I might be willing to be silly or uncomfortable or do weird things that I wouldn't want to do. Kaylin was wanting to sing a cappella, and it's like, okay, <laughs> if I'm okay in me, I want to look cool and smart. And I don't think a cappella makes you look cool. That's personal opinion. Um, but like, but if I'm okay in Jesus, uh, yeah, let's try it. Maybe I still might be a little hesitant, but, uh, if it's for, if it's what we want to do. Um, but another, a couple less gospel uh, but, but more kind of team focus and some of that. Why should leaders make things fun and, and you're leading people? I think it really does help build team camaraderie yes, to do things yeah. together that is fun. Uh, it kind of inspires hope, I think, mm. uh, and perseverance because you say like, uh, we're going to do this. It's not, it might, you know, you can bring fun into things that aren't fun uh, and it actually makes you persevere. And then one I was realizing uh, was that it creates endurance. Uh, I think when you, for example, if you enjoy being on a team or in a, group or at a job that is fun, you're probably likely to stick around much longer and participate much more uh, uh, involved way. But those are a few thoughts. Natty, what about you? Why should leaders make things fun? Yeah, I just, I have an answer, but I want to pause on what you said, because I really do like that it brings hopefulness and endurance. I, mm-hmm. I hadn't thought mm-hmm. of that. That's really good stuff. It makes me think of the potato story. Okay, you want to oh tell it? Oh my gosh, yes. So uh, we were having, uh, we were hosting our like fall women's event. And we were doing a potato bar, and baked I potato a bar. baked potato bar, yes. Um, and the ovens at Hope were not cooking the potatoes, like by any means. And so I like felt very stressed out by that because it was a task that was not like being complete, and we were gonna have to, I don't know, be flexible and switch gears. And Natty comes in, queen of fun, which is seriously a huge gift. And she comes in and she just like wants to make a game out of the potatoes not being cooked. And like, I can't even remember fully what it was, but I was like, what is she doing? I was like, this is not a time for fun. Like, this is a time to panic. Yeah, panic, like everyone panic. We have to like come up with a solution. But Natty's solution was fun. And all the volunteers that were there, like they didn't like feel an ounce of panic and they enjoyed themselves so much. And I was like, Oh, I understand. Like I want to follow that leader, not the leader who's like me and freaking out. And so, ir- you know, irritable. About yeah. It, right. Cause yeah. it didn't go well because it could right. have been, people could have been really flustered by it. Flustered by it. But the, but even yeah. the participants, cause this was a group of volunteers who were cooking. Right. And even the participants who had to wait for their food. Yeah. Just to go upstairs and say, Hey, we had a problem with the ovens. What yeah. are you going to do? Um, and just give them a spirit of, you know, it's, it's okay. It's what you're saying. Nobody here is yeah. starving. Yeah. You know, like we might be hungry, but we're not starving. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of a funny and you just, just the laughing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I had this blast. is definitely what we needed. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I think the one thing though, that I was thinking about this question and just to get back to that leading question of why should leaders make things fun? Uh, the idea of, to me came to like, what are our leaders currencies? So really mm. everyone has a currency. So currency is something that we get paid in. So in our jobs, we typically think of money as the currency, right? Like we get a paycheck to do our jobs, but there's also other things in jobs. You get vacation time, you get, you know, these relationships with the four of us here. Um, You get other perks, you get that feeling of accomplishment or in our case, you know, really doing something for the Lord. Or if you're at an office, maybe just the cool relationship you make with other people and serving the Lord and that. 
in that capacity. But in a volunteer situation, we're not offering pay. That's by definition mm-hmm. of what it means to be a volunteer. <laughs> and so we have to consider other currencies for people when we lead. So, um, you know, sometimes that's food. You know, food is like a, I offer pizza or whatever. College students come to our college events. One of the reasons is because we offer pizza, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's relationships with teammates or with the leaders who are leading the, the event. But a pretty universal currency is fun. So even if you're not somebody who's like a, a like a maker of fun like you, Kaylin, you still enjoy having fun, right? And and I think just fun reminds us of the joy of life, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I really think like life and eternity will have some element of fun and joy mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. and it it sparks in us sort of that. And I think Paul, that's what you're getting at with that hopefulness and joy. Um, so it's a it's a currency. People really do feel. Um, cared for and valued when we have fun. Mm-hmm. That's a great bridge into this week's quote of the week. So every week we like to discuss a quote that's relevant to the topic. And then this one actually comes from one of our own staffers, senior pastor of all hope locations, Steve Treichler. And he's, he often has said he has one rule and it is this people do what's fun. That's his one rule. People do what's fun. His, Isn't it? People do that which is fun. it's okay well that's the fine grammar that, version. which is fun yeah. yeah that's the elite grammar version i shortened <laughs> it for the hue for the people i made it more fun let's be honest oh, uh, <laughs> people do what's fun people do that which is fun if you want to be if you want to read it in the he old was English. a middle school teacher um, so. so all right enough about the, what jumps out to you about that quote i mean that it's true people really do what's fun um people it's a again i said it's a pretty universal currency mm-hmm. and i've seen this so many times in my career volunteers are laughing and enjoying themselves and developing a team spirit faster than would happen apart from fun there's something that has wired us to to be to experience joy and and fun when it's you know christ honoring god honoring kind of fun um really sparks at us that something of right that feeling of rightness that it's that something good is happening. And I think one of the things that Paul, you said perseverance, I, I said the teams and the people have more resilience than when difficult circumstances come. Yes. Um, because you set a, to- a tone of joy for others around them. You know, like you think of the taking joy in things helps us through difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. I think when you've developed a certain team spirit or you have had that kind of that, your tank is filled by that fun or positive emotion when difficult things do happen, we, we can have more resilience in that, in that situation. I, uh, when I think about that quote, I think of, um, as a leader, how am I creating a fun environment for those I lead? So it inspires me to want to create fun or laughter or lightheartedness, uh, cause people truly are what Natty was saying are drawn to do what is fun. And I like to, Paul, what you were saying earlier about helps people not take themselves so seriously. As one who uh, can take myself seriously, hope has been a very safe place for me to learn how to relax and to have fun and know that it's okay to have fun. Um, and so wanting then to now share that with other with others. Yeah, that's really good. I I jumped onto the uh, the people part of it in the sense that I'm singing like leadership development uh, and doing ministry or any kind of leadership in many ways is about drawing a crowd. 
I mean, that's not all it is, but you got to hear, like, if you're going to lead, you need people that are following. <laughs> if you're going to do ministry, you want people gathered so that ministry can be done. And so there's a people element and that people are going to be drawn to things that, that provide that currency of fun that, that kind of you guys are both hitting on. Um, and then, yeah, I was just thinking about what, I was trying to answer a little bit, what is it, what in my mind makes things fun? And I think that can be different for everybody, but a couple that I thought of were uh, uh, games, uh, any kind of game or silly thing, like kind of coming up with an idea. One we did a couple of study days ago was uh, we actually, I stole from the U of M, students at the U of M do what they call a uh, lettuce club. And they, every, like us, every quarter, students gather to try and eat an entire head of lettuce. Mm. And the and the person who eats it the fastest is crowned head lettuce. And we actually did that at a study day. Kaylin and I, Kaylin got onto it because of the competitive side of it. Yeah. But we were a team, Kaylin and I were a team, and we beat like a, uh, five or six teams of college students and eating lettuce, an entire head of lettuce the fastest. Kaylin was a machine. It was, <laughs> I took, I have video. I still have it on my phone. Yeah. I was like uh, wide eyed and just impressed. Yeah. Yeah. She, I had to win. Yeah. It was yeah. the competitive. And I just, the reason I like threw that in on a study day was like, we're just, the students are sitting around, they're being fed, they're hanging out, but they're mostly studying. And for some studying is fun, but for most there's a, it's nice to have a lighthearted break from something maybe more serious or more directed in our focus. And so that's the kind of thing that I, I like to think about. And, and it did draw a crowd. People came to watch and kind of see what was, what was happening or, or we, you know, it was fun to get people to participate and you kind of have a story to go back and tell and say, we, we, we couldn't eat lettuce that fast. You should have seen this one gal. She was eating lettuce. So like a Jimmy Johnson. Uh, it was yeah. like an unwitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. You created a system that was yeah, really brilliant. This podcast brought to you by Jimmy John's unwitch. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like that, that part of drawing a crowd really, really stood out to me. Um, so as we think about growing together, the goal of this podcast is to help imperfect leaders to grow from a practical standpoint. I kind of have a few different lanes on this question. What are things we can do to start making things more fun? Uh, what can we do to make f- fun more a part of our culture and a, a kind of maybe even in our lives? And then what ways have you tried to incorporate fun into your leadership? I think I'll just start on this one because I'm going to start on more of that, that meta level. Um, you know, so I'm not answering these questions directly, though I think all these questions are worthy of direct answers. But I think there's something that happens, I don't know, in, in the church or when we become Christians. So I became a Christian midway through college. We all became Christians actually as an adult. So mm-hmm. it's unique mm-hmm. for this group of people um, or for a group of people doing a podcast like this, right? Um, but I think when people become Christians in an effort to take God seriously and to take their faith seriously, they become more serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I've noticed that trend. And I, I noticed that with you, Paul, you know, right away in mm-hmm. LDI, I think you, maybe you want it to be taken seriously um, as somebody who really understands the Bible, which you did. You had already, you came in as a fairly new believer who really knew God's word and, you know, Kaylin wanting to be seen as competent, right? So mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to show off a sense of humor um, when you want to be taken seriously. Mm. But the thing that sticks with me, and it's it's a definitely a hopeism or a hope saying, is that we should take God seriously, mm-hmm. but take ourselves a lot less seriously. Um, because, you know, we're 
fallible. We talked about it last week in the feedback con- conversation. It's, it's, you know, we're not, we're not ever going to be perfect. And so we need to laugh a little bit to get through this. And so take God seriously, but think about not taking yourself so seriously. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to be seen as perfect. I don't, this can be silly and still honor God. And I think we forget that in the church. There's something like seriousness equals sanctification or, or something like that or... Um, or reverence. And I just disagree um, mm-hmm. on that one. And I think maybe, I don't, know, I don't want to say the church has gotten it wrong because that's super harsh. Um, but in some ways we've kind of left fun behind in this sort of effort to appear reverent or sanctified or something like that. But I think I can be fun and, and still mm-hmm. sanctified. I think I can still honor Jesus and still be fun. So maybe just pra- more practically let your guard down, have fun with people like you lead, pause and ask, how can I add fun to this? You know, consider the mood of what you're trying to lead. If it's all of this come in and I'm like doom and gloom, you know, you get up on stage and you never smile. You didn't smile the whole time. Like, man, Mm -hmm. think about how, when you see a baby smile, think about what that does to your heart, Mm -hmm. right? There's something about it. So, um, I don't know yet, you know, even if the topic's heavy, have you allowed for moments of levity at the proper Mm -hmm. times? Of course, Mm -hmm. you know, not every moment is meant for a joke, but Gosh, consider fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I think about how to like incorporate fun or what are things to start making fun, um, just bringing it into the culture. Uh, I was thinking about like celebrating different things or uh, like small wins as a way of bringing fun. And so like an example I was thinking of is like, uh, when Kurt and I like reach resolve on a repeated point of tension, it's like, let's celebrate that because (laughs) we just like something that could take like a day or two, you know, to finally like feel resolved. We got in, you know, like 30 minutes instead. And so just being able to like celebrate small things to be reminded that we don't have to take ourselves so seriously all the time. And this is, it can be a hard thing and yet we can still have fun around it. Um, and then in leadership too, I try and put myself into the seat of those that I might be leading. So what would, if I think about, for example, like we do an LDI winter retreat every year, if I were to be one attending that retreat, what would I find fun as a person who's attending as a participant? Um, and so just like, do I want to give a little more free time to them just so that they can explore the grounds and, um, or just hang out together or rest or, um, I think something that we were kind of talking about offline was everyone has their different form of fun too. And so like Paul was saying, like singing acapella is in, in no way fun for him, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, I love that. And so just thinking through like, what is fun for that one person and how can uh, you make it fun for them or fun for the handful of people? Yeah, that's the direction I went to was thinking about, um, yeah, what what would this group find fun? You know, it might be board games. I'm not going to be pumped about board games, but if it's going to be fun for other people, I'm going to try to invest in it as best I can. I'm still not the best board game person because by the time the instructions are done, I'm like, oh my gosh, could we have just started and figured <laughs> it out on the way? Um, but another one too, uh, kind of building off that, Kate, uh, one that I was thinking of is I like to try to ask myself, is this fun? Uh, maybe I'm about to lead a meeting or whatever it might be. And it's like, is this fun? Is there something I could do 
that would incorporate fun? Could we just have, even have like a fun icebreaker or something that gets us talking and laughing about ideas or whatever it might be? Um, but yeah, and kind of going back to circle back to what Natty said, uh, there there should be a lightheartedness. If I if I take God seriously, um, and and grace seriously, I actually don't need to take myself that seriously. And so uh, I think incorporating that, it's often in leadership that you get to be, or you can kind of opt in to be the butt of the joke, and that's actually a way to draw people in, and then it lowers defenses, and it says like, oh wait a minute. We actually have a safe space here to kind of have fun and be ourselves more than, uh, you know, when you think about trying to take yourself so seriously, you actually aren't yourself, right? You're not, (laughs) like you're acting in a completely different way than you normally are. And I think that when we're okay in Jesus, we actually can, can loosen up and, uh, and actually everybody gets to loosen up and have more fun. Uh, all right, let's move to a takeaway. So again, we're all imperfect leaders. So as an imperfect leader, what is one thing we are taking away from this conversation? I think for me, it is this, the reality that fun actually serves a purpose. That we're not just kind of being silly to be silly. Uh, we're not just kind of having fun or thinking even about having fun as a leader just because like we want it to be fun, although I kind of do. Uh, it's a lot more like it, it builds culture and it creates team unity and it it, it provides these things that, that if, if things aren't fun, they just don't do. Um, it's like maybe it won't draw the crowd or it maybe won't create the endurance. And so I do it, the fact that fun serves a purpose and isn't just uh, an end in itself is actually kind of encouraging to me. It's something I'm thinking about. Yeah, I think we have a unique opportunity as Christians to show fun to the watching world, but fun that people don't think of, you know, fun that doesn't and necessarily that doesn't involve going out and getting, you know, like wasted on a Friday night or something like that. There's more ways to have fun than our culture really would allow for, especially based on what you see in in media and different things like that. You know, like we can think of what's a fun Friday night look in a movie. It's always that same trope, right? But we can do other things and we can show people that, that being a Christian can be fun. I mean, it's obviously packed with a lot of other things. There's going to be trials, you know, Jesus promises us, you know, in this world, you will have trouble. But it's it's not just about sitting around um, silently um, and stoically, you know, navel gazing or whatever, you know, like, so I think one of the things that I can think of is just like, the, the phrase that came to me when I was preparing these was just laugh with people. Mm. What does it look like to laugh with people? Mm-hmm. Are we able to just like laugh at the funny things that happen or the silly things we say or um, just like the kind of just the bizarreness of the human existence, right? There's just so many things that are just bizarre that we can laugh at and not in a way that, that, that makes less of somebody or makes fun of someone, but just observing the, the kind of the funniness of the whole situation. Uh, I might steal Paul's takeaway, but more so because I... I mean, I really agree with that. And I think it's something that I personally um, am growing in and like will continue to grow in is fun has a purpose. I remember just starting uh, here as an intern and going to our staff meetings and like they wouldn't start till 15 or 20 minutes after (laughs) we all sat down. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then realizing like, oh no, they want us to have fun together. This has a point and a purpose. They're actually starting on time. Uh, because they carved out these 15 minutes for the staff just to engage with one another, have fun, build community, laugh, all of that. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. Like, this is awesome. And now I can see the point of it. And so I think fun is purposeful. 
Well, that wraps up our conversation for today. But we want to keep connecting with you. So thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you like what you heard, be sure to follow our show and leave a review. We love connecting with our listeners. So if you have questions, comments, or topic ideas, please email us ldi at hopecc.com. LDI is a ministry of Hope Community Church based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We seek to develop leaders in their biblical thinking, Christ-like character, and ministry skills for service both inside and outside the church. We do this through internships, classes, seminars, and retreats. If you're interested in learning more about our internships or other opportunities, visit ldi.hopecc.com or email ldi.hopecc.com. Have a great week.